Okay, welcome to episode 9. It is uh, February 18th, 2022, around 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time here in Arizona. Now, this episode is going to be about how did Rome fall? And what are the comparisons to what led up to Rome eventually falling to what is happening here in the United States? So we'll go through basically what happened with, with Rome and then we'll go through and kind of compare it to what's happening with here in uh, the United States. So let's start off. I was going to start off with a little bit of history, but honestly, you guys can do your own research on that. Um, I will say everything that I say here, listen, do your own research on ancient Rome. Okay. I, with this, I just dabbled in it just a little bit. Okay. Uh, but there's so much history with ancient Rome, how they got to be honestly the most dominant civilization in human history that we know of. And there's so many parts to why Rome fell. And it wasn't just being invaded by a bunch of barbarians. Right. So, but we can, we can start off with that. Invasions by barbarian tribes. Now, the most uh, straightforward theory for Western Rome's collapse um, pins the fall on a string of military losses sustained against outside forces. Now, Rome had tangled with, for years, uh, really centuries, uh, with Germanic tribes. But by the 300s, uh, barbarian groups like the Goths had encroached uh, beyond the empire's borders. Uh, the Romans weathered a Germanic uprising in the late 4th century, but in 410, the Visigoth king Alaric successfully sacked the city of Rome. Now, the empire spent the next several de decades under constant threat before the Eternal City was raided again in 455, this time by the Vandals. Finally, in 476, the Germanic leader, Odosier, staged a revolt and uh, deposed the emperor Romulus Augustulus. Uh, from then on, uh, no Roman empire, I'm sorry, no Roman uh, emperor would ever again rule from a post in Italy, leading many to cite the year 476 as the year the Western Empire suffered its death blow. Now, for those of you that know the history of, of Rome, uh, know that this just a uh, simple barbarian invasion wasn't the reasoning of why it fell. So let's get into the years before the barbarian um, invasions and let's see what led up to it. 
first we're going to start off with the economic troubles of uh, uh, sorry the economic troubles and over reliance on slave labor. Now, even as Rome was under attack from outside forces, it was also crumbling within uh, crumbling within thanks to a severe financial crisis. Constant wars and overspending had significantly lightened imperial coffers, and oppressive taxation and inflation had widened the gap between rich and poor as wealthy landowners drove small farmers from public land, while access to government was increasingly limited to more privileged, privileged classes. In the hope of avoiding the tax man, many members of the wealthy classes had fled to the countryside and set up independent fiefdoms. At the same time, the empire was rocked by labor deficit. Rome's economy depended on slaves to till its fields and work as craftsmen, and its military might had traditionally provided a fresh influx of conquered people, peoples to put to work. But when expansion ground to a halt in the second century, Rome's supply of slaves and other war treasures began to dry up. Now, Attempts to address these social problems, such as the reform movements that was led by Tiberius and Gracchus um, in the years 133 BC and 123 BC, um, ended in the reformers' deaths at the hands of their opponents. Uh, a further blow came in the 5th century when the Vandals claimed North Africa and began disrupting the empire's trade by prowling the Mediterranean as pirates. With its economy faltering and its commercial and agricultural product in decline, the empire began to lose its grip on what is now Europe today. Now, how does that fit with the United States today? Well, in regards to the economy, obviously right now you have huge inflation, the highest it's ever been in 50 years. You have Biden basically trying, uh, pushing a clean energy bill, canceling the Keystone Pipeline, uh, canceling coal plants. Uh, basically, now all the oil that we need, we have to get from, you know, we have to get imported from other countries, countries that do not like the United States. Now, also, you know, with your not only do 80% of the U.S. goods, you know, come from other countries, uh, like 66% of the goods uh, come from uh, China, Europe, Canada, and Mexico. But also, we're $141 trillion in debt as of, I believe it was as of Wednesday. So we are, should be at $142 trillion in debt today. So... Yeah, so there you go. So that was kind of one of the leading factors of why Rome, one of the many, of why Rome eventually fell was their they couldn't their economy they could they couldn't uh, sustain it anymore, um, and that also had a lot to do with corruption, which we'll also get into. Now, um, overexpansion and military overspending was another one at its height. The Roman Empire stretched from the Atlantic Ocean all the way to the Euphrates River in the Middle East. But its grandeur may have also been its downfall. 
with such a vast territory to govern, the Empire faced an administrative and logistical nightmare. Even with their excellent road systems, the Romans were unable to communicate quickly or effectively enough to manage their holdings. Now, Rome struggled to marshal enough troops and resources to defend its frontiers from local rebellions and outside attacks. And by the 2nd century, the Emperor Hadrian was forced to build its famous wall in Britain just to keep the enemy at bay. As more and more funds were funneled into the military upkeep of the empire, technological advancement slowed and Rome's civil infrastructure fell into disrepair. Now, here in the United States, you kind of have something similar. Again, $141 trillion in debt and climbing. Uh, but also, the United States spends more on national defense than China, India, Russia, Britain, Saudi Arabia, Germany, France, Japan, South Korea, Italy, and Australia combined. That's a lot of money to be just pumping into the military. So, again, just like in Rome, the United States is having a lot of overspending and overexpansion. How many uh, deployments, how many troops do we have deployed all around the world that we really don't need because we're trying to police the world? Now, what I think was the biggest, one of the two biggest, one of the biggest reasonings for why they, why Rome eventually fell was this, mil was this weakening of the military. But before we get into that, the second biggest is what I think is the government corruption, political instability. Now, if Rome's sheer size made it difficult to govern, ineffective and inconsistent leadership only served to magnify the problem. Civil war thrust the empire into chaos, and more than 20 men took the throne in the span of only 75 years. Usually after the murder of their predecessor, the Praetorian Guard, the empire's personal bodyguards, assassinated and installed new sovereigns at will, and once even auctioned the spot off to the highest bidder. Now, the political rot also extended to the Roman Senate, which failed to temper the excesses of the emperors due to its own widespread corruption and incompetence. As the situation worsened, civic pride waned, and many Roman citizens lost their trust in their leadership. Sounds familiar. Here in the United States, you obviously had the 2020 election, uh, past five years with Trump, uh, you know, you had everybody saying, basically, if you voted for Trump, or if you support him anyway, you're racist, you're a domestic terrorist, Department of Homeland Security, now labeling its own citizens as a domestic terrorist. Uh, basically, if you disagree with anything that Joe Biden's doing, or any COVID measures, um, you are a domestic terrorist. Uh, Texas, back in 2020, was voted to leave the United States. Uh, you have the media creating race wars. Uh, and, and now the country is really divided into a red versus blue, a Democrat versus a Republican. So there's that. Then you have the, in Rome, the arrival of the Huns and migration of the barbarian tribes. Now, the barbarian attacks on Rome partially stem from a mi mass migration caused by the Huns' invasion of Europe in the late 4th century. When these Eurasian warriors rampaged through northern Europe, 
they drew many Germanic tribes to the borders of the Roman Empire. The Romans grudgingly allowed the members of the Visigoth tribe to cross south and into the safety of the Roman territory, but they treated them with extreme cruelty. According to the historian, uh, according to historians, Roman officials even forced the starving Goths to trade their children into slavery in exchange for dog meat. In brutalizing the Goths, the Romans created a dangerous enemy within its own borders. Um, when the oppression became too much to bear, the Goths rose up in revolt and eventually routed a Roman army and killed the Eastern Emperor Valens during the Battle of uh, Indranople in AD 378. Now, which eventually, with uh, the weakened empire at that point in 410, uh, those same Germanic tribes were the ones who eventually surged across and eventually sacked Rome. Now, in America, you kind of have a similar situation with the heavy immigration from Mexico, South America, Africa, China pumping in drugs. You got the cartels. You've got a lot of people who hate America or who really, at the, at the very least, don't care about, they have no civic pride. They don't care about America. And they're pouring into the country. So now it's it's just, you have millions of people here who, who don't care about what really happens in this country because they're just getting free handouts um, amongst a lot of other situations, but that's pretty much the gist of it. So we got, I mean, having a bunch of people here that hate you, that don't really care, don't have any civic pride for their country is not a good thing. Now, the last part is the weakening of the Roman legions or the Roman military. Now, you have to understand how Rome built its military was through its training of the location, of its locations through um, like the city or outside the city, like the farms. So the Roman military, I think it was about three, four months of their training, and it was extreme training. Um, you had 24 mile marches training in harsh conditions, rain, snow, cold, and hot weather. They believe that the more different types of weather, hot, cold, um, they would constantly drain the rain. They believe that, Hey, if, and they were right that, Hey, if you got used to training in these, these, uh, different temperatures and different conditions, you're but your immune system would 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 be better would be, would be stronger. Uh, that way, you wouldn't be um, you know weakened. You wouldn't have a weakened immune system when you would go outside of the country into battle. Now, most of the recruits were taken from farms, out, people really outside the city, because outside the city, mostly farmers, people who are used to harsh life, working all day. Um, uh, hungry and you know used to uh, really just the harsh conditions like, like what I was talking about the rain, snow, cold and hot weather now they rarely took people from the city because obviously it was kind of the opposite right they didn't have to really deal with that, but most of the harsh conditions, 
they really didn't have to deal with the constant hunger. Uh, they didn't have to work as hard. So if they did get people from the city, they would be those people from the city would be trained harder, twice as hard. Whatever those the, the basically this people from outside the city were trained, city boys were trained harder, twice as hard. So for most of its history, uh, Roman's military was the envy of the ancient world. Now, during the decline, the makeup of once was the mighty legions began to slowly change. You had the, um, obviously the training was cut down. The recruiting was lack, lackadaisical. They, it wasn't held to a high standard anymore. Um, they were unable to recruit enough soldiers from the Roman citizenry, so they began hiring foreign mercenaries to prop up their armies. Um, now their ranks and legions eventually swelled with Germanic Goths and other barbarians, so much so that Romans began using the Latin word barbarus in place of the word soldier. While these Germanic soldiers... Um, proved to be fierce warriors, they also had little to no loyalty to the empire, and their power-hungry officers often turned against their Roman employers. In fact, many of the barbarians who sacked the city of Rome and brought down the Western Empire had earned their military stripes while serving in the Roman legions. So, we're going to end it on how... Pretty much America's, there's a lot of simulators of this, of what's going on here in the United States. If you look at the propaganda being pushed out with the United States military, it's a lot of, uh, like I know the United States Army pushed out one, um, a, uh, a commercial, right, for, for, for the United States Army. And it was all... woke and I think it was yeah it was like two females and they were both lesbian and that was kind of the whole story it was like it was something badass in it it was mainly just hey look it, it, two lesbians are are making it happen in the US Army and they're they're the leaders and this is this is the new army and then now, meanwhile, in China and Russia, they're pumping out the opposite. They're pumping out, uh, showing propaganda of like like missiles and and and, and battles and and people in basic training, like doing hardcore training, like you know, like Russia had one of like this buff white dude just doing like two hundred fucking pushups, and it was, it was crazy. So you got that, just the mental game of it. And then you have the physical standards, which are now changed. Um, the male's physical standards in the military are now pretty much the same as the women's. So the women's standards are now the men's. So now it's the men aren't being pushed as hard. Then you got stress cards um, where I know in the Army, when I was in basic training, right, when I, right before I left, they were pushing these stress cards Basically, it was in basic training, if you felt stressed, you would pull out your stress card and then you'd get a break. Now, 
transgender uh, sex changes also are being encouraged. So if you want to be a transgender, the military would be more than happy to pay for it. And of course, now you have men trans, trans uh, transitioning into women, so then they don't have to work as hard in the military. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's just, and now you get the whole vaccines being pumped into the military, booster shots being mandated. It's like, this is how you take down China and a lot of other countries. They, they know they can't go toe-to-toe with the United States, not at full strength. So they have to cripple them within. Um, so basically, we just beat ourselves. So um, that's pretty much the short version of it. Um, again, uh, you know, go out and do your own research on ancient Rome. You're going to find a lot of similarities, especially when they started to, 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 to crumble and decline. You're going to find a lot of similarities to what's happening today. Um, again, this was episode nine. Um, I have a new episode out, episode 10, coming right after this. Um, that's basically going to be just all on COVID, the rush of World War III, a lot of other stuff. It's going to be a loaded show. So look, be on the lookout for that. And uh, hey, thanks for listening to uh, today's episode.